Why does God give so much time, or space, I should say, to uh, the first big sin? Of course, the, the one sin is broken, broken fellowship with God, which uh, Adam and Eve did. But in chapter 4, the slaying of uh, one of the brothers. This now will become a sin of outside of the purview of Adam and Eve. Uh, and by the way, the question is going to come up. Well, where did uh, where did the brothers get their wives? Obviously, they're marrying sisters. Um, because remember, this is a compressed story, uh, and uh, <clears throat> it's compressed. And uh, clearly, this would be the, the the only answer that would make sense is that we have uh, children being born and other children and children, children, and so forth. And uh, there is nothing wrong <clears throat> at this early stage of humanity of of marrying. Uh, close relatives. In fact, it's the only way that uh, the race would be propagated. <clears throat> but later on, this would be wrong, and would be uh, the, the scriptures would give a um, a blockage, if you will, to uh, the fact of, of marrying close relatives. So that that will be answered as we go along and look at the chapter four and five and so forth. But look, let's let's start at chapter four. Um, now the man had relations with his wife Eve, verse one, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain and she said I have gotten a man child with the help of the Lord again she gave birth to his brother Abel and Abel was a keeper of flocks but Cain was a tiller of the ground by the way very early we find that uh, uh, the children and their children and so forth uh, have a, a lot of a lot of moxie that is they're not the, the, the apes swinging from the trees. They have intelligence. They have the, uh, the ability to, uh, uh, to keep animals and herds and to be, even be workers of metal and so forth. Uh, so uh, and tillers of the ground, et cetera, et cetera. Makers of bronze, bronze instruments and iron. I'm looking at chapter 4, verse 22. So early man had great abilities <coughs> to... Uh, they weren't just... They weren't just uh, primitive, primitive. They were, they were those who had the ability to um, uh, do things that uh, uh, would, would bring a civilization, if you will, to early, to early man. Uh, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Abel was a keeper of the of flocks. Cain was a tiller of the ground. So it came about in the course of time, Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. And Abel, on his part, also brought of the firstlings of the flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and for his offering, he had no, he had no regard. So Cain became very angry and his face fell or his countenance fell. God would, was going to reject uh, his, uh, his offering of the fruit of the ground. Now, again, the Bible doesn't say a lot about this story, but I think there's something we can imply, uh, and that is that the pattern was set for an offering, if you will, and that is that an animal must be slain. An animal was to be slain. The firstlings of the flock. Uh, Abel, on his part, brought the firstlings of the flock. But uh, it was Cain, who was a tiller of the ground, and he brought an offering of the fruit of the ground. God had made the first sacrifice. 
and God has set apparently a pattern that uh, should have been should have been followed. Now again, are we reading a lot in between these verses? Yes, but it's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense. And so the uh, the offering of Cain of Abel was accepted of the Lord, but not of Cain. Cain brought the fruit of the ground, and uh, something innocent covered the sins of Adam and Eve. And uh, again, <clears throat> this became a pattern. This became something that they knew about. They understood. And uh, we're, we're reading in between the verses here, but apparently this is the only thing that, that does make sense. Look at uh, verse 5. But for Cain and his offering, uh, he had no regard. God had no regard. He did not accept the offering of Cain. So Cain became very angry and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why has your face fallen? If you do well, if you do what is right, will not your countenance be lifted up? So apparently he knew what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to bring an, an offering, an a, a animal sacrifice. This is what happened when the, the animal was slain by God and clothed Adam and Eve after their sin, after they had, been, uh, they had rejected the Lord and His fellowship. If you, do, if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is for you, <clears throat> but you must master it. Now, the fact that you brought uh, uh, fruit as an offering, you knew what was right, you knew what was wrong. Men could, could know at this very, very, very early stage, a pattern was set. Uh, a, a, a direction was given by God. And apparently, uh, uh, Cain did not accept what God was saying to him, what God was dictating or showing uh, for him, if you will. If you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Sin is involved in the fact... <coughs> sin is involved in the fact that... He did not do what God apparently had set forth as a pattern. He was rejecting what God had dictated. Now again, while the, the, the passage doesn't give to us specific uh, statements this way, we know that <coughs> excuse me, we know that this is what is going on. But look at verse seven. This is a very verse six and seven. Look at these little lines. Why are you angry? Why is your face fallen? Um, if you do not do right or well, sin, like an animal, will be crouching at the door. And his desire is to capture you. Sin is to capture you, to defeat you. You must master this sin. What is the sin? Not doing what God apparently had laid down as a pattern. Very early, 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 early man had a certain knowledge, had a certain understanding. We keep making humans uh, innocent. And the human race is not innocent. People are not innocent. If you talk to tomorrow morning to your next door neighbor and told them about Christ and they rejected the, the message, uh, your first reaction would be, <clears throat> well, they just don't fully understand. People do understand. People do know right from wrong. People do know that, that, that God has given certain dictates. They know this. 
It is us who looks at them and says, well, they just don't understand. Uh, we just need to give them more information. We need to help them, to help them, to help them discern more, and discern better. People know. And there was a knowledge factor going on here. There was an information factor that was, was already given. And Cain told Abel, his brother, and it came about when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and he killed him. Uh, a jealousy set in. And also a knowledge that, hey, I'm, I'm not doing what God had dictated. This is what Cain is virtually saying. I have not done what God has dictated. I'm not following what God has, has prescribed. And so a jealousy set in. And Cain slew his brother Abel. Then the Lord said to Cain, what, Where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I don't know. And here's the famous line, Am I my brother's keeper? Am I responsible for him? Well, he certainly was in the sense that he killed him. He was responsible for, for him. He certainly was. And he said, God said to him, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. It's crying to me from the ground. Uh, this is the first murder. This is the first big sin, if you will, of, of one person against another. And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you cultivate the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. You shall be a vagrant, a wanderer on this earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is too great to bear. He understood that he would be driven from the clan, driven out from the clan, and he says the punishment is to be too, is too great. To be separate, to be separated from my family. This punishment is too great to bear. Behold, you have driven me this day from the face of the ground, and from your face I shall be hidden. And I shall be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth. It shall come about that whoever finds me will kill me. Now you say, well, who are, who are the ones that are going to kill him? <laughs> well, apparently it's brothers. It's brothers. The story is just it's confining itself to, to Cain and Abel. But there are other children who have been born. There are other children who have come along at this stage. And that's apparently who this would be. They will kill me. So the Lord said to him, and notice what God's going to do. He's going to put, and this, the Lord will not do this forever and all, at all times, but he's going to put a, a protection <clears throat> around, around uh, Cain. So the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance will be taken on him sevenfold. God is virtually saying, I'm going to stop the killing. <laughs> I'm going to stop this kind of sin, if you will, sevenfold. And the Lord appointed a sign for Cain, lest anyone finding him should slay him. People have asked, what's the sign? Well, not, not, I don't fully know what the sign would be, is, actually. But there's a sign. Anyone who finds him, uh, they will be killed. So God is saying, I'm going to stop this killing right now. I'm going to stop this, uh, this evil. Uh, and I will, will cause this to stop. Well, of course, it didn't happen. Sin just kept growing and growing and growing. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. 
and the word nod means to wander or the wandering the place of wandering the place of wandering now uh, east of Eden remember there are there are descriptions of locations geographical locations of places that were named later in the narration <clears throat> and in a sense uh, the, the story is looking back to where some of these things happen but uh, the east of Eden east Eden is, is not mentioned uh, up to this point but it's, 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 it's Moses reaching down and grabbing hold of this geographical location and anyone reading Genesis early on like uh, uh, the children of Israel they would have known where Eden was when this was mentioned east of Eden they would have understood that location and Cain had relations with his wife. Where did the wife come from? This would obviously be a sister. And she conceived and gave birth to Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city Enoch after the name of his son. Now to Enoch was born Irid, and Irid became the father of Methujael. Methujael became the father of Methushael. And Methuselah became the father of Lamech. And Lamech took to himself two wives. The name of the one was Ada. The name of the other was Zillah. And Ada gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who dwelt in tents uh, and had livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all those who played the lyre and the pipe. As for Zillah, she gave birth to Tubal-Cain, the forger of all implements of bronze and iron. <clears throat> and the sister of Tubal-Cain was Nahimah. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, listen to my voice. You wives of Lamech, give heed to my speech. I have killed a man for wounding me and a boy for striking me. If Cain is avenged, is avenged sevenfold, then Lamech will be avenged seventy-sevenfold. Seventy-sevenfold. And Adam had relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to a son, named him Seth. For, she said, God has appointed me another offspring in place of Abel, for Cain killed him. And to Seth, to him also a son was born, he called his name Enosh. Then men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Now, that's a very interesting statement. Now look what we got. What do we have in chapter four? We've got a soap opera. <laughs> we have we have uh, incredible things building up, taking place, uh, uh, going on between individuals and individuals. Uh, then we also have the development of a certain uh, civilization. Notice those who are uh, creating tents, making tents, uh, keeping livestock, uh, playing musical instruments, forgers of, of iron and bronze. So we have a lot happening here in this chapter. What's taking place? There's a multiplication going on, not only of families, but also of a certain civilization. <laughs> Remember, it is compressed. <laughs> It is compressed. There's more we'd like to ask about, more we'd like to know, but it's not given to us. But I think a very important passage is the last two verses of chapter 4. These are very important verses 
God has appointed me another offspring in place of Abel. For Cain killed him. And then the, verse 26, To Seth, to him also a son was born. He called his name Enosh. Then men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Uh, God apparently was not in the normal sense walking with these men. Uh, having that, having the, any kind of fellowship as we would have known with uh, early Adam and Eve. But men realized, what? That they needed somehow or wanted or needed a relationship with God. Men began to call upon the name of the Lord. And I think, and I'm, I may be reading into it, but I think this tells us something else. I think it tells us that, that early men recognized that something is wrong. Something is amiss. And we need the God who related to our grandparents, Adam and Eve, her parents. We need to know that God. We need to have a fellowship with Him. And we need to, to be able to, to walk with Him and to call upon Him. So I think the last part of verse 26 is, is very, very important. But the story will go on. It will get worse and worse, not better. It will get worse and worse. And as God looks at humanity, it will get worse. In fact, look at chapter 6. At chapter 6 and uh, verse 6, verse 5. Chapter 6, verse 5. I'm giving you a preview of where we're going before we get there. The Lord saw the wickedness of man was great on the earth. Every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Only evil continually. The story's not getting better, it's getting worse. And the Lord was sorry. By the way, this should better be translated. He was grieved. The Lord was grieved. I'm looking at chapter 6, verse 6. That He had made man on the earth. He was grieved in His heart. And the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land. From man to animals to creeping things and to birds of the sky. For I am grieved that I have made them. Come down to verse, um, look at verse 11. Now the earth was corrupt in the sight of God. The earth was filled with violence. And God looked on the earth and behold it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. And look at verse 13. The end of all flesh has come before me. For the earth is filled, it is filled with violence because of them. And behold, I'm about to destroy them with the earth. It gets worse and worse. Now, if God had not scattered men, if God had not in a certain sense started over into a degree and wiped out a certain evil generation, can you imagine how terrible it would have been on earth? But God decided to scatter men. He decided to, uh, to bring the, the flood story, which, which changed the, the face of earth. And in a certain sense, God started over. I want you to go back for a moment to uh, Romans because I missed a verse that I meant to give to you. The theological implication of the fall of Adam and Eve. Go back to chapter 1 again. And I want to look at these verses again because I missed one that I was uh, looking at but didn't fully explain. Go back to chapter 1, verse 24 again. Therefore God gave men or them over to the lusts of their hearts to impurity. Verse 25. 
for they exchange the truth of God for a lie. Look at verse 26. For this reason, God gave them over to degrading passions. Verse 27. In the same way also, men abandon the natural function of the woman. Homosexuality is mentioned in these verses. Verse 28. Just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do the things that are not right or that are not proper. And then that list of verses 29 through 31 being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, so forth and so on. It is through Adam that we are condemned, and yet we are also sinners. We are also sinners. There is a judicial judgment that has fallen upon all of us because of the sin of Adam, and yet we're also sinners. It's a both and, okay? We can sin, we do sin, and yet there is a judgment, a judicial pronouncement that comes upon us through Adam, because of Adam. All right, we're going to pick up and get into the flood story on the next time around. Any quick questions you might have? We have just about four minutes. Anything quickly that you want to ask her uh, on, on what we looked at tonight? Yeah, Susie? Aren't there some people, haven't I heard that some, I, I don't even know who it is, a lot of Professed that Cain's mark was that he was black. Have you ever, ever heard that? Couldn't know. I have heard that. I, you can't prove that, of course. But <laughs> I thought I heard that some said yeah. believed that. And I yeah. Don't even know who it was. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't think that was. A, I heard a <coughs> I heard a uh, a black pastor one time say that, uh, and I, I haven't checked this out in terms of, of history thoroughly, but he said uh, the reason that. Uh, uh, the Africans have been under such judgment is because uh, early, 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 early on uh, the people of Africa uh, were given the gospel. This, this brings us up to the time of Christ, of course. Uh, were given the gospel and uh, the African tribes early on rejected it. And therefore a judgment. And this, was, this was an African pastor who said this. A judgment has fallen upon Africa. And you look at Africa, and of course you could say this about India as well, but you look at Africa, and goodness gracious, you can't find anything that good comes out of Africa. It's, 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 it's such a condemnation upon the tribal peoples of Africa. Heavy, 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 heavy judgment. But that's not my saying. It. That's, a, that's, a, that's an African pastor who, who made that statement. Yes, Esther? Sons, Jim, Pam, and Jacob. Jacob. One of those were black. Yeah, that's, that's, black came from. yeah that's, 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 not, that's not good good theology. We're going to get into that next week. We, we will get into that next week. Let's see, Ron, and you come over here. Okay, Ron? Yeah. That's it, yeah. I just want to make a comment. I, 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 I realize we've all heard it before, but it's good to keep in mind that, you know, in, in Genesis 3, when Satan uh, approaches uh, Eve, and, and, the, and the first thing he does is create doubt about God's word. Right. As God said, you know, look out, look around us today. How much doubt is being created about the word of God? Sure. And that's the beginning of the downfall. And then what's he appealed to her about? It, it, it's her own selfishness and yeah. you know her knowledge and you know 
and look what you could know. That's uh, right. Uh, you know, and, and you could be like God. And boy, how that appeals to, to our, our, our human nature today. Uh, and, and it's just a warning, I guess, to well, remind it, ourselves of that, uh, you know, it starts with doubt. Yes. God's work. And, 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 so, and I think all of us in this room have not seen so much doubt in our culture as we have right now. I mean, it is an effort to get rid of any kind of, of authority from the Word of God. And that's what you're saying about that about that passage. You know, doesn't matter what God has said, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, and that's 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 what's going on. Yes, uh huh. Doc? I was in a Bible class some time ago and with this discussion came up. And the Bible says that Satan is the Well, there, there's a, there's a partial truth to that. That the, the skin uh, prevents a. Uh, 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 a cancer, so to speak. The dark skin prevents a cancer. So each people uh, that have spread around, been spread around the earth, uh, yeah, they, they've adapted. They're, you can have adaptation. That's not evolution, by the way. Adaptation is not evolution. But people have adapted in order because of the, of the geographical location where they are. That's, uh, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. I don't think any doubt about that. We'll get into the story of Noah and and uh, Shem, Ham, and Japheth uh, next week. Yeah, Esther? Uh, speaking of uh, uh, Cain and Abel uh, presenting their gifts, I always wondered about why did God not like Cain's gift? Because he was the, in the fields and doing the crops, and Abel was, you know, doing the animals. So they took what they had from what they were. Because he, okay. But, I just noticed it says Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord, and Abel brought the best of his. Well, so I thought, well, maybe that was it. But Cain didn't. Oh well, I just gave him this rotten cabbage or something, you know. <laughs> Instead of bringing this nice. Beautiful one, like we would take to the county fair. <laughs> I think, and that could play play a small part, but I think you have to you have to compute. And this is this is reading into the text. And, and when you when you've got a compressed story, we 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 do read in to try to fill in to make make sense. And it does seem that that it is it is God who made a prescribed pattern by the death of the animal that He clothed Adam and Eve with. And so uh, something would something had to die, and apparently they knew that. In other words, we're we're saying what they knew, which we don't know because we're sitting on this side of it. But I think I think it's, it's more it's it's more applicable to say that uh, he knew that he should bring a sacrifice, not simply a bowl of vegetables. He knew that, yeah, and, and he rejected that. And he didn't reject it; he just didn't like it. What's that? He didn't reject it; he just didn't like it. Well, I, I, I think I think the two are the same. Like I, I would take the, I would take those virtually the same. So he's he's rejecting what God prescribed for him. You know, he just he just is not going to do what God said. He's just not going to do what God said. But anyway, we'll we'll get into the, the, these stories that you're talking about. 
a little more depth next week, okay? All right, let's close in prayer. Father, we're seeing our early, early period of, of history that is important for us to understand because it does give us a hint as to why things are the way they are. And uh, while many details are left out of the story, yet uh, we can see that the, the, the biggest part of the story is a rejection, a rejection of you and uh, a self-sufficiency that our early parents felt that they had rather than relying upon your, your guidance. Please bless us in our study tonight. In Jesus' name, amen.